www.ashbusiness.com. Business inspiration for architects, engineers, and contractors. Hello and welcome to the AEC Business Podcast. I'm Arni Heiskanen and my guest on the line is Enoch Sears, an architect and founder at businessofarchitecture.com. Great to have you on the show, Enoch. Arni, it's very, very good to be on the show. Thank you for having me on here. And as you mentioned, I founded Business of Architecture. And as we were talking before the show, it's a resource for all sorts of marketing and BIM information, for especially for architects. So just tailored to uh, the small firm architects who want to learn how to run a great, fulfilling business. Well, we are going to talk about online and social media marketing for architects. I have actually five questions. And the first question is, how can an AE firm realistically benefit from online and social media marketing? Well, and that's that's a great question, Arni. You know what, and that's often the thought that goes through our mind when we're considering all this new technology out there. And I'm actually, I'm really glad that you reached out to me because I'm the first one, I'm, well, you're the first one who I'm actually sharing this with. There's some breaking news happening right now in the online space. And about two years ago, I, I wrote a book, Social Media for Architects, just sharing my thoughts on how architects can use social and online media to get into the game. Because, you know, online media is changing the, today's world. Um, Facebook, Google+, social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, you know, they're sort of in their infant stages now and they just continue to grow. So more and more there become there's a lot of commerce happening and there's a lot of relationship building happening in the online space. But having said that, I just want to say that although I did write the book on social media, I'm not going to say that everyone needs to get out there, every firm needs to go out and be on social media because traditional channels like networking and relationship building uh, direct mail, advertising, they all work just like they used to. I just look at online marketing and online media as another platform uh, to spread a message, to get more publicity, and to make connections with people. And, you know, like we were talking earlier, that's really what I think is the core here is connecting with other people. And we were just talking, Ardena, you and I, about how amazing it is that I'm here in California on the other side of the world. We're talking in real time. You're in Finland. We're exchanging ideas. We're building relationship. Who knows where this is going to go? And you told me how you've built relationships with other people around the world. So I think that right there, you know, if there are firms out there who want to think on more of a global scale and start getting in that conversation, that online media is a great way to leverage that because you don't have to hop on a plane like you used to. Um, you it, that's still valuable to meet people face to face but you can start to form those relationships you know over over vast differences so i guess to to sum up you know what can an ae company realistically benefit from online or social marketing i'm just going to give I, I made a list here of four four things that i'm just going to throw out there okay right. and the first one of them is is recruitment so getting in the online space we know that we're all trying to attract the best and brightest people nowadays. Now that we're coming out of the Great Recession, you know that's going to become more of an issue. Two years ago, the brilliant people were a dime a dozen. Now I'm finding that it's harder and there's more competition for the, the really bright people that you want to have on your team. Uh, those kind of people, especially the younger generation, are going to be checking out their prospective employers online. They're going to be looking at social media channels. They want to know 
is the business sort of up to date on the way the world's moving? Because they want to be innovating. They want to know that they have a bright future. So that's the first one. Uh, the second one would be thought leadership. And this is something, Arni, that I think you are modeling uh, very well in terms of putting out content and connecting with people. So this definitely isn't for every firm, but if there's firms who want to differentiate themselves and be on a different playing field and add some value and be recognized for what they do, then becoming thought leaders by you know connecting with people online could be a huge, huge win. Right. Uh, the third item would be what I'm going to call ninja marketing, which if you remember the ninjas from uh, Japan, the samurai warriors, we're known for being kind of sneaky and svelte and very, very deadly. Sure. <laughs> so uh, with, with online media and marketing, so we know that in the past we had brochures, we had mailings, we had advertisements and, and conferences and sponsoring things and industry uh, trade shows. If you combine those, those traditional forms of marketing with an online presence, you can do some really cool things because everything online is trackable. So what does that mean? That means that suddenly you have this ability to get market feedback on your marketing campaigns that previously were not available. You know, uh, For instance, just imagine, I don't know of any firm that's doing this yet, but imagine that a, a firm, you know, in the not too distant future, I would imagine that firms are going to be submitting their, their proposals in completely digital format. Mm -hmm. And I know that firms in this area are already doing that. You know, I get the RFPs. They say, hey, well, listen, we don't, want, we don't want to print out 100 sheets of PDF file. Just send us the PDF. We'll look at it digitally. They pass it around the office digitally. But I haven't seen anyone take the next step. What would happen if someone were to link to a couple videos or were to make that a multimedia presentation or were to link to a website? There's some great technology out there with heat maps and user tracking where you can see what someone's looking at on a website. Imagine you had that information um, for an RFP. You could go in and you could see, okay, where did the selection committee pause? Where did their mouse go? Uh, what, I mean, I'm going to ask, turn it back to you, Ardeni. What, what's the potential there? Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's a great idea, certainly. <laughs> you know, and I, that we haven't even tapped that yet. So there's just so much. And then the fourth idea is just forming partnerships and relationships, just like you and I are doing right now in terms of their you know, what I found is a lot of the people who are online right now, they are people who have this sort of drive to grow and learn. They want to try out new things. Yes. And those are the kind of people that I just love connecting with. Right. So, you know, I mean, that's, there's, there's value there in business sense, but also just in a personal sense of, of meeting other people who I enjoy being around and who are smart and intelligent and can add to my life. Yes. We, we'll, we know that we already have several platforms that we can be active on. And, uh, well, if I'm in a small company or mid-sized company, how would I know which of those platforms is good for me? And how should I be on, on several platforms? That's an excellent question. And I'm just going to go back to what I said at the beginning, Arni, about that there's something has happened in the past couple months that is totally changing the game. So originally when I published Social Media for Architects, the book, you know, I was, I was very, you know, I'm putting it out there as good information, but not a kind of a necessary, you need, to be, you need to be doing this thing kind of deal. Because at that time, social media was sort of an optional thing that was just sort of fun to get involved in. Um, search engines have had a very difficult time 
delivering relevant content because people are always trying to scam the search engine results. So, you know, when you go online, when I go online, we want to find what we're looking for. Well, just as hard as we want to find what we're looking for, there are marketers out there who are trying to make their website show up and that may or may not have the best information. So Google and the large search engines like Bing, they're switching from purely the old algorithms that they used to use and they're actually incorporating a lot more social media. So if you look at, if you look at the internet landscape as sort of a giant chessboard, Google is putting into place right now the pieces to be able to checkmate all the scammers out there. Um, they're linking everything to a Google Plus profile. So if you have a Google Plus profile that is uh, recognized by Google, you're going to get higher search engine rankings. And if you don't have that, Google is not going to give you the same ranking that someone else does. So by integrating all that information, Google's building this database of people that are relevant, people that have authority, people that should appear in the search engine results. So if you're a firm out there, right now is really the time you need to get your foot in that door. And in terms of platform, I would say as many platforms as you can be on, and, but it doesn't need to be an all-consuming an all thing. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely it could consume your whole life, but if you can just, if you're a firm owner or if you have someone you can outsource, someone on the staff who can take over a little bit, just have the profiles. That's simple enough. You know, just go in there. It could take half a day to set up all your social media profiles. And right there, that's going to give you just a little bit of advantage. So look to the future, Ardeni. I think that um, social search is going to be huge and that, you know, people who are relevant, people who are on social media and have followings, whether we like it or not, because it is, it does take time and it is a new technology and it, it is kind of difficult to keep up. And, but, you know, they're going to be the people who stake their claim in that space are going to be reaping the rewards. Right. Uh, those are just my thoughts and it's the things that I'm seeing happening right now. Right. And I'd be interested to know your, your perspective, Arnie, because I know that you also, you know, have been involved in the internet space for a while. So I'd, I'd be interested to know your, your take on that, you know, kind of where things are headed and the different platforms. Yes, I, I, I can agree with you really, because I've noticed the same that when I've been active on several social platforms, and uh, and that has definitely had an impact on my uh, what what kind of uh, presence I have on on search engines for for example for example mm -hmm. if I now type in AEC business my site is the first one in, in mm -hmm. fact the whole page is <laughs> almost my my content so um, I have not done that knowingly. But it just seems to have happened. So I, I, I agree totally with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, let me, let me just give you, I guess, you did ask about the different platforms. So really quickly, and if people do want to get my book, which goes into more details, they can go to businessofarchitecture.com forward slash AEC business. Have a special link on there for your, biz, uh, for your listeners, Ardeni, where they can download that for All free. Right. Okay. Thank you. And um, so just really quickly, LinkedIn I think is a great place to connect with individuals and join groups. You know, so it's very industry specific and that's sort of how I would recommend people use that that platform to connect one-on-one. -on -one. You can if you're connected, maybe two or three connections, um you connect with someone and they're connected with another person and they're connected with someone who you want to get in contact with. LinkedIn's great for being able to figure out, you know, who to talk to to get that to get that referral and that recommendation. Yes. 
Twitter, I would say Twitter's a great place to connect with thought leaders in the press. People on Twitter are generally pretty progressive in sort of the new ideas. They're early adopters of things. So you'll find a lot of thought leaders on there and a lot of press. So if you're looking for press and you want to connect with journalists, that's a great way to break down the barriers because otherwise you have to go through email and they filter it and, you know, uh, Twitter will show up right on someone's phone. So that's a great place to connect the people there. Facebook is a great place to go and look at funny cat pictures uh, on your break. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, you know, for residential architects, I tell them that Facebook is a great place to be uh, for AE, for AE firms that are targeting more of the, uh, the other sectors, the industry sectors like developers or uh, any public projects, you know, Facebook is not obviously going to be the place where they want to spend their time, although it would be good at least to have a profile on their Facebook page. Yes. And then lastly, Google Plus, uh, link it to your website, make sure that your authorship is set up and you can Google that and figure out how to set up Google authorship. So there's kind of my ideas in a nutshell about internet platforms for AE firms. And I, I've also noticed that Pinterest has become quite uh, mm. uh, popular, but of course, if you're in, let's say, you're in, in con- consumer business and you're doing like kitchen uh, remodeling or something like that, then you might consider Pinterest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's interesting that you mentioned that, Arnie. I want to give you just, a, or your listeners, a little tip here, um, something kind of cool that Google has this thing called an exact match result. So if you're, for instance, AEC business, right? If someone types in AEC business, since it matches exactly word for word, letter for letter, your your web page, mm-hmm. you know, Google is going to return that at the top because they're assuming that someone, since they search for that exact phrase, they must be referring to your page. So I've seen the same thing can happen. It's kind of cool for Pinterest. So if you have a particular industry or market that you want to target, if you use that keyword as an exact phrase and set up a Pinterest page for it, then you will immediately get right up to search results. And that can be kind of cool if you think about uh, your target market. You know, if, yeah. Say, for instance, you, you're an architect and you focus on banks. Yeah. You know, If you set up a Pinterest page on bank design, whenever someone typed in bank design, they're most likely going to see that page on the first, uh, first page of Google. And uh, so... Yes, uh, and I would imagine that architects who are really used visual, to, right? yeah, visual, and 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 they yeah. have, uh, well, Pinterest might be a good place to be on. I agreed, agreed. I, I definitely think so. Yep. How does a firm stand out in in the online space? Yeah, that that is a challenge. It can be a challenge because there it's getting more crowded, and it is harder to be different. But I think that, I think that really by just engaging with people, that's that's one of the best ways that I found to stand out. You know, no, you don't need to go viral. You don't need to, you know, make a huge impact. But just being very selective and targeted about the kind of relationships you want to form, and if you're persistent, people will take notice and people will pay attention. You know, so whether it's Twitter, if you're retweeting uh, other other people's stuff that you find interesting, that will catch their attention. That's a great way to ingratiate yourself so to speak uh, with those with those with other people and form relationships the next question is related how to engage potential clients to contact or how to contact 
these clients online? Okay, well, good question. You know, and I think in your question that you're talking about two different forms of marketing, inbound marketing and then outbound marketing. Um, or inbound, we're going to focus on we want, we want to do some direct response. We want people to get our marketing material and contact us. And then contacting them is going to be we're going to seek them out and then contact them directly. You know, for having potential clients contact us, once again, it's about building a profile. It's about building information out there that solves a need and, and is an information resource for them. So I would give the example of your website, Arni. Mm-hmm. It focuses on AE, AEC business. People who are in the market or looking for information on management consulting are going to find excellent information on your site and they're going to start to trust you. So that's the biggest thing that I'm seeing right now about the online media is that we've been, we've all been burned so many times by so many scams and so many empty promises. We're all very hesitant to trust now. So it takes a while for someone to gain the trust to be able to make a purchasing decision. And when they can go online and they can form a relationship with you, they can see your information that it's useful and come back to it again and again and get several different contacts or touches, then it's going to be a lot easier for them. You're going to be the first one they reach out to. So, you know, how could a firm, how could a firm do that? Well, let's see. If we want to engage some potential clients to contact, I'm going to create a resource that solves one of their problems. You know, mm-hmm. if there's a bank, if, if I'm once again designing for banks, I'm going to create a resource that is, you know, sort of talking about the problems that they have, the latest vault security design, the latest uh, features to, to prevent liability slip and fall accidents in the bank lobby, you know, stuff like that to get them to see my, my site is not just a, um, a source of someone selling something, but a source for good, good information. And then how to contact them online, you know, look to see where they're hanging out on social media. If they are online, then you can go through LinkedIn as a good site there uh, to, to target people because you can actually, with LinkedIn, you can pay and it will let you send an email directly to someone. So that, that could be effective. Yeah. When, and that's, it's just so exciting to someone like myself. And I think for you as well, it's just that it's making it a lot easier to make these kind of connections. Yes. It's, you know? it's, it's so easy. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And it's exciting for what we as humankind have the potential to do together once we start collaborating more. So I think that uh, there really is a bright future if we can uh, learn how to collaborate and and not not you not accentuate our differences like you were talking about the situation with Russia and the Ukraine right now it's unfortunate that things like that are still happening but hopefully you know hopefully we can use these tools to communicate and break down some of those conflicts and barriers i mean that's just the hope right yes i hope so too before we uh, actually started recording we were talking about outsourcing and how easy it is online as well as many other things but um, if you don't find the time required to be active online should you outsource or or is it forbidden <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not forbidden i mean you're going to get you're going to get some from what i've seen because i've done both i've outsourced it and i'm also personally involved in all my social media efforts you know when you outsource it you do lose a little bit of the touch because you're not meeting the people. And I think that's really where the big wins are. Um, you know, what you, what you would get the benefit of is any um, search results and, uh, you know, increased, increased search engine rankings. But in terms of 
of being connected, I would say, even if you outsource it, you know, at least drop in there and be present and try to see what's going on. And you're going to want to anyways, just from a liability standpoint of what is your business putting out there on the web. And, you know, that is something that we haven't really touched on today, Arne, is sort of the implications of the the uh, potential for faux pas or potentially damaging information to get out. I know that a lot of firms are are more worried about the liability and the risk than they are the actual reward or the benefits. Mm. You know? Yeah. Regarding and you were you were talking about about outsourcing, you know. Mm. Um in in the US, Arni, the uh, outsourcing has a very negative connotation. There's you know, there's a lot of there's a, there's a I guess is the best way to say it is there's a lot of negative stereotype that goes along with outsourcing. Just because as a sovereign nation, you know, I think each nation is interested in keeping its its own resources within the country to stimulate the economy. And so a lot of people see, at least here in America, and I'm, I'm curious to know if this is the same in Europe or in Finland, but that it's almost un-American to take jobs that would otherwise stay here in the States and, and have someone in Vietnam or have someone in the Philippines do those jobs because they see that as as weakening our economy. Well, what's the what's the general? Does that have a negative stereotype over there in Europe as well? I would say yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's right. But on the other hand, many see it as a, a as a reality that's uh, part of the globalization process. And mm-hmm. um, there are two ways you can you can either um, moan or you can <laughs> you can <laughs> perhaps take advantage of it. I would say yeah. that, uh, yeah. and and of course that 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 leads to one of the very interesting questions that I'm I all often um, talk with my clients about. It's it's about what is the real value of your work. What are what what is the value that you're providing, and mm-hmm. and and how is it changing in the future? And uh, I think that we will see that routine. Information work will be transferred to um, other countries, and uh, yeah. And, and what we have to do, we have to be innovative, and yep. we have to be the thought leaders, and yep. and and that's something that that's um, perhaps our strategy in the future. Yeah, agreed. Cannot, yeah, and 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 that is also the case in the construction industry. In general, that um, what is the value that you can provide, and how can how can you communicate that value to your clients and and to the uh, society? And um, it's it's a really big question. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, just being you know, the creativity is going to be rewarded. Yes. What what's up next with you? What what are you doing in the coming weeks or months? Well, you know, I uh, I haven't released this publicly, but I might as well do it here on your show, Arden, is that at the end of this year, we're getting ready for a, a business of architecture conference where we're going to bring together thought leaders like yourself. Hopefully, you'll be able to, to make that, uh, to share and talk about information about what's going on right now in the business of architecture and engineering. You know, what's happening? How is the landscape changing? What are the new techniques? Um, in my show over at Business of Architecture, I interview architects and other business consultants, and I get a lot of the inside strategies for what they're doing that's successful. And so really having that resource and being able to share that with other people so they can get more of a global perspective on what other successful firms are doing, you know, kind of want to, that's what that conference is going to be about. So 
haven't really spread the word about it yet. Uh, your listeners are going to be some of the first people to hear about it, but that's kind of what I'm focusing on for the rest of the year in terms of uh, the business of architecture. All right. Well, it was really great talking to you, and thank you. Thank bye you. Bye. Arne, goodbye. AEC-Business.com. Business inspiration for architects, engineers, and contractors.